Morning, y'all. I am so excited to talk about something that is just like so much fun. Like, I don't know if it's something I've really heard talked about really on any photography podcast, really not like something that I've really even seen discussed a ton because it's something that's a little bit homey and a little bit um something we don't think about a lot with photography, even though it's something that we always have at our disposal. And today we're going to be talking about photographing things in your home, whether that's just lifestyle photographs or full on session shoots at home, um, like makeshift studio kind of way. So it's going to be a really freaking fun. I'm really excited about it. And yeah, let's do this. My name is Lisa Chandler and I'm your photographer mom. I love all things photography. I'm a wedding photographer and portrait photographer, mostly portrait photographer nowadays. Um, who is based in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and I just freaking love photography and all of the fun it is. I just freaking love it. So let's talk about it. Photos in your home. So how can I shoot in my house? All you need is a window or a door. No, like literally all you need is a window or a door. So like, I think that we as photographers can sometimes really overcomplicate things and make it so that it's a little bit harder to shoot, um, like kind of like mental blocks almost like, um, there's, we've talked about this already a ton. This is a new podcast. Um, this is like, I think the ninth or 10th episode. And, um, we talk a lot already about vulnerability. And this is just another element to that is the vulnerability of shooting in your own space. Because when you're shooting in your own space, like it's down to you. It's not about like, um, you don't have the other locations, other things to pull from. Everything is you. It's like when you create a studio setup, if it's a written studio, you're like, okay, like this is at the written studio space and this is what they have at the written studio. I'm shooting in the written studio. And then take that and compare it to shooting in a studio at your house that you've created and you've created that studio. So like if something is a little wonky or not quite right, that's a decision that you made when setting up the studio. Um, And that is just another layer of vulnerability because now we're not just creating the photographs, we're creating the backdrops and creating like the vibes. And that's just something that I think is so fun and creatively fulfilling for me personally. And I know for a lot of other photographers, but something again, that can just feel a little bit, um, vulnerable, (laughs) which is what we always come back to on this podcast already, is that there is such a vulnerability in creating art and in creating photographs. But when you are, if you want to shoot in your house, literally all you need is a window or a door. It's so much easier to shoot in that space where you have light coming in because of, you know, camera technicalities and settings and like what you want to, um, ISO you want to shoot in. Um, it's going to be a lot easier if you have a window or a door to, which we're all going to have a door at the very least. And all of us should have windows um, to get those vibes. I have like some of my most favorite photographs have been just like taken inside of a door. Um, You'll see so many amazing like wedding photographs of like brides getting wet ready in doors. And a lot of times they'll just like be in front of that door with it open and you can't even see behind them. It's almost like everything is black behind them because of the way that the light is falling and it really illuminates them. And it's just really pretty. You can take that out literally any house with the door open and the sun coming in. Like that's literally all you need is just light and shadows. That's all you need. And you have 
that at your house. And we're talking about like any kind of photography. You could, we could do portraits. We could do product photos. I, my, um, like my, I always, my brain always goes to, um, photographs of a popcorn bag because that's something I did when I was learning photography was I took a whole bunch of photos of like a pop popcorn bag, just like a normal, like, you know, super cheap popcorn bag. That's like, it's all like yellow and, you know, kind of gross with the butter. <laughs> That was one of the things that I like photographed, trying to teach myself how to photograph stuff inside. Another thing that's great about shooting inside of your house, besides having the window or the door, is that you can really learn different kinds of ways to um, arrange things within the light with how the light is falling. And it's also just great a great way to just try things out. Like when I was learning flash, I turned off all the lights in the living room and literally just Andrew was, he was in grad school. And so he was sitting on the couch and I just like fired flash after flash after flash after flash while our kids were asleep. Um, I don't think Henry was born yet. I think it was just Max. But we, um, he sat on the couch and I just remember firing that flash over and over and over as he read, you know, he like had his like phone up for a flashlight and I had all the lights off trying to shoot as dark as possible. And that's how I learned to shoot flash was just photographing him studying one night. That's how I learned it. Like I went in really feeling like I didn't know anything about flash. And by the end of that, you know, 45 minutes, I felt much more competent in what I was doing. I didn't know everything, of course, but like I definitely felt competent. The photographs were nothing to write home about, but I still learned that technical skill. And um, the first photograph I ever had published in a book was actually a photograph of Andrew, um, sitting on a bed at our, in our apartment. Um, so like, that's the thing is like, these are all things happening at home. And I feel like when we're really into photography, we can feel like, okay, we need to have like these epic backgrounds. We need to have these epic settings. We need to have so many props. We need to have all of this stuff. And it can really, we can really miss that we really don't need that much of anything unless we're like having to do something where we're creating stuff. But if we're just like shooting portraits, like if you just need a space where you want that, again, that aesthetic of what I was mentioning earlier with the bride and the doorframe, you can do that like for any kind of shoot, like whether it's self-portraits, whether it's someone in your family you're photographing, or if it's a client, you can totally absolutely do that. Um, so you can do those things and just really, um, have fun with it and have a good time. Like you can do um, creative work wherever you would like. And that absolutely can be your home. Now, I don't know all the legalities. That's not what I'm talking about right now of like what's allowed in shooting in your home and what's not because different neighborhoods have different rules. But um, yeah, like I just mean we're talking about shooting and doing those things and just having fun with it and embracing your environment. environment. So Look at your house as a location, not your home. If we approached every location we've ever shot at with the same scrutiny we use in our own homes, we'd never shoot anywhere. The downtown doorway you love, there's paint peeling. The garden you love shooting in, there's bugs on those flowers. The lake dock you love, there's spider webs somewhere on that sucker. And spiders too. Like there's gonna be spider webs and spiders and just creepy things on that lake dock. Um, so Give yourself some grace. And most important, give yourself some creative freedom. I feel like when we feel, and I do this every time I have someone come over to shoot in my house, because I shoot in my office a lot, um, uh, especially the past year. I did, I have been shooting in my house like more. I did it a couple of times. Like sometimes uh, I do uh, photographs in front of tapestries and like did some really fun um 
work that way with like, um, I used to like, oh gosh, in like 2015, 2016, I was really big and I had these like, um, oh, there were like night lights, like little kid night lights with like star systems on them. And I would like turn off all the lights and like illuminate my clients or models like with these, uh, these things, these uh, night lights, And it was really fun. And I would do that a lot by my front door because I'd open it and have some light coming in, but it'd be darker in the day. And then we just have that kind of vibe. Um, and that was just by um, a wall. Like it was just by a wall. Um, <laughs> so, like, nothing exciting. And that was great. I loved it. It was so freaking fun. Um, and that's the kind of stuff that we want to need to do. Like we want to need to do. <laughs> for creative freedom is really just like flex those creative muscles and look at your house as a location, not your home when you're planning to shoot. Now, I know that sounds a little bit odd, but like if you're wanting to shoot and you feel pulled back because you're like, okay, this isn't um, like totally the vibe, like my house is a little messy. You need to look at it as a location, not as your home. So as someone who constantly struggles with perfectionism, I know that sounds a little silly based on the stuff we've talked about on this podcast so far, but I have definitely always struggled with perfectionism. I want everything to be perfect and there's just no way to do that. And like as a mom with three kids and, you know, my two crazy dogs and my enormous flower garden, like I know there's no way to have any kind of perfection, but I still want it. And it's something that I struggle with as a photographer, as a mom, as a creative, just as a person, like I want things to be perfect. And it's difficult for me sometimes when they're not perfect. So like when I'm telling you this, like when I'm talking about this subject, no, I'm not just like making this up. And I'm someone who's like, super lackadaisical all the time. I want things to be perfect, but I know they can't be. I'm 37. I know things can't be perfect. Um, No such thing as perfect, as I tell myself all the time. Um, But as someone who constantly struggles with that, I know how frustrating it can be to want to shoot in your house, but then second guess everything. Like I get what it's like to think I should photograph this moment of your kids playing. But as soon as you grab your camera, you don't notice your kids playing anymore. You notice a stack of laundry behind them instead. No one cares about that laundry pile. No, seriously, no one cares. I mean, your mom might care, your sister might care, and if they do care, they can come and help you fold it. (laughs) I have seen thousands of in-home images and I have not even once thought that someone should pick up the back of their home. Like you live in your home. It's not a photo shoot location, even if we're thinking of it that way. And it's also not a museum. And if your kids are being the cutest or you have a fantastic gallery wall you'd like to use as a backdrop, capture those things. It's like a whole new level of creative freedom to shoot in your home. Like one of the best things I ever did for myself was start shooting in my home. And I'm talking about the backdrops, but I'm also talking about things like, um, like little things like, uh, like, that sounds so funny, but like, okay, like, uh, so I shoot mock-up photos. I shoot, shoot stock photos. Uh, that's something I've been working on really heavily in 2023. And I have this spot in my office. I've had this office. I've been in this office space in our house for eight years. And there's, um, like kind of a corner of the room where I have a bed pushed into it. It's like great for lounging. It's kind of like a day bed area. My kids will sometimes be on there and watch movies, um, stuff like that. Like if I take a nap or if I want to work on a bed instead of my, uh, instead of my desk, like on a laptop, I'll do that. It's fantastic. I love it. There's a huge window on it. And like, there's this huge painting and I just love that area. It's one of my favorite spots in the house. It's just like a little cocoon. And I've taken mock-up photos and I've never really taken, like, I take a ton like with cool backdrops and then 
one day, um, I had a model coming over and I was like, I haven't planned anything. So I'm just gonna like see if the bed space is cute. And I actually did something in front of it. So it was like the bottom, like the quilt kind of. And then I was like, let's try getting on the bed and like taking some photographs there, like cozy lifestyle type, type photographs. Oh my gosh, they were so freaking cute. And I'm obsessed with them. And now I want to like make so many photographs in that space. And what's so funny about it isn't even that that was so cute. What's funny about it is that like I photographed my kids there. I've been photographing them in that spot their whole lives. It's one of my very favorite spots to shoot them in because the way the light comes in, like we have huge windows in my office. It's fantastic. I love it. Um, and it's like a big porch so you can step out onto it just great for shooting. And um, I just absolutely adore it. But I never thought about photographing anyone on there. And I'm like, why have I never done this? Like, this would be the perfect spot for like, lifestyle newborn photos. This would be perfect for these cozy lifestyle mock ups. Like I never thought about it. That space is in my house. I shoot there. <laughs> and like, I have shot so many photographs of my kids growing up um, on that bed. Like it's one of my favorite spots that I'd never thought about it. And when I did it the other day, I was like, holy crap, this is a whole new level of things that I can do. Like I can change out the bedding and put a tapestry on the wall and it can look like a totally different environment. Like it's so cool. And I think that's such an amazing thing about shooting at home is that you're kind of like making these makeshift studio spaces. Like you can do these things because it's your home. Like it's not a big deal to like push a bunch of your furniture over and like shoot on your couch against a wall. Like that can be so creatively fulfilling and so fantastic and so amazing. Like I love shooting in my house. It's one of my favorite things. But like back in the day, I never would have thought that would be something I ever like to do because I like to shoot unique places. I don't like shooting at the same place. Like even if I shoot at the same park like four times in a couple of months, like if I shoot there more than like once a month and even once a month is pushing it, I'm not going to lie. Like if I shoot somewhere like four times in the same year, I'm like, oh, I don't want to shoot there again. And that's for like all kinds of <laughs> things, like whether it's for weddings or whether it's, you know, just a park for family photos. I don't want to shoot at the same place all the time. I like shooting in different environments. But what's so nice about shooting at your house is you can really create these makeshift studio spaces, whether it's, again, we're going to go back to that door photograph we talked about. You can photograph people in your yard. Like, it's so fantastic. If you don't have a yard, you can do it on your balcony. You can do it on the porch. You can do it on the door frame. There's so many ways to make awesome spaces, like awesome photographs from small spaces. So often, like we forget that when we're taking photographs of people that we are zoned in on the people. And like, I love a good environmental portrait, but most of the time, like we can photograph things in small spots. It's like the whole thing where it looks like you're in a huge flower field, but really like you're just around a couple of flowers and the way it's framed is it looks like a huge flower field. Like there isn't even a flower field in your town, but it looks like you're in this huge flower field. I think that's so freaking amazing. And I love that we can do that. Um, in our own spaces. And again, like I'm using this just as an example. I'm not saying you have to do actual paid client work in your house, but you could do it for creative shoots. You could do it photographing your own family. You could do just self-portraits that way. There's so many ways to shoot. And I know not everyone has a space to have a home office and definitely not a space to have a home studio because that can be so much. I don't have a home studio. I have a home office. <laughs> 
in um, not a big shooting space. So that would be incredible. And I know that not everyone's um, uh, like rental terms and the, you know, HOAs would allow people to um, do that in their space. But like, it's just so incredible if you get the opportunity to just, again, even if it's just self-portraits or photographs of your family, like just to embrace that time in your lives. Like one thing that like I've been thinking of a lot because I used to be pretty good about this and then my kids got bigger and bigger, but my kids, my boys have outgrown like the um, decorations of their little kid room, you know, because I painted their room when they were like three and five and it's like a toy story room as in like I hand painted a million clouds in that bedroom and it's so cute so adorable and I wish I'd photographed it more through those stages because we're going to um paint it more like a teen boy room (laughs) which you know you knew was going to come eventually but it's like so um you know, like they grow up and like, so even if you're just like photographing your family, like, you know, get in there, photograph them in their rooms. I wish I had more photographs of their, I have tons of photographs of their room. Don't get me wrong, but like, I don't really have it from every stage, you know, cause it goes from like, you know, little kid stuff and like little cute little animals on the, um, walls to like superheroes on the walls to like video game stuff to like sports stuff, like Pokemon, like all kinds of different things like that, that, you know, they're interests evolve. And so that changes. And so that's something as a mom, like, I so think it's important to photograph your family in your home and not just, you know, outside, like embrace that environment. No one cares about the laundry pile. They really don't. And you're not going to care about the laundry pile when you look back on those photos, like 10 or 15 years later, or even 10 or 15 months later, you're not going to care. Like, it's just so cute. It's so amazing to have that space in your home. So remember that we are all our own worst critics. If you take photographs, like I can remember, okay, my mom's not super into photography, but one thing I will never forget when I was like a teenager, we were talking about photos and she was talking, telling me about a photograph of, um, this is funny for so many reasons, but um, talking about a photograph she saw in a magazine of a little kid playing in their backyard, drinking from the hose. <laughs> Which, you know, I would never let my new kids now, but we were talking about this in the early 2000s. <laughs> and um, she was talking about how she loved this photo that was so cute. It was a black and white photo. Um, I could like envision it. I've never seen the photo, but I could envision it perfectly in my head when she described it of like a little girl like drinking from a hose and like the water just like being messy and there was like sunlight everywhere. And it was like, um, you know, a black and white photograph, like a vintage photograph. And I just think that's so cute. And like that capture is like such a like, vibe because we've all been that little kid running around outside and I just freaking love it but um like if you were like I don't want to photograph people in my home like I don't want to like you know like if you're letting yourself feel like you can't create in your own phone your own home or you feel restricted in your home like say you're a stay-at-home mom and you're home a lot like if you're home a lot it can be really difficult to see um your house as like a creative platform but just open your eyes a little bit to what you can create 
you know, if you need to be able to kind of rearrange some furniture for those photographs to work for that to make you the happiest, you can do that. There are so many photographers that are moms and create these incredible images. And sometimes they're just shooting straight up what their house looks like. And sometimes they're creating little makeshift studios. So look at how the light falls in your house. If you want to do a little session in your house, whether it's of a bouquet of flowers or your kids playing with trucks, you know what I mean? Whatever it is, or if it's a bridal session with that door, we're going back to that pose, um, with someone standing in the door with that real, all the darkness around them and the light coming in and hitting their face beautifully. You can do that. Like you can do it just walk, no matter where you live, because those aren't things that need big spaces. Just walk around your house, go around and see how the light falls and see what you can make. Like see if you can take, just challenge yourself. Be like, okay, something that's really easy to do. Go to the store, go to Walmart, get like a bouquet of $10 roses, put them in a vase, not even a fancy vase. It can be like a mason jar. Take that vase, walk it around your house and just photograph it in the morning in like five or 10 different places put it back on the kitchen table and then that night grab it again and photograph it around your house five or 10 different places. And you're going to be so surprised by the way that the light moves. Like something I love shooting in my office that I didn't even notice a ton until I started shooting in here. And I'm in my office all the time because I edit all the time is that because of my blinds, like I have like those kind of like the thick blinds. Um, when the sunlight comes in in the morning, it can like make lines through the blinds and it can be really fun for portraits to have that kind of like creative and fun light. Also, it can be really splotchy if I like completely open the door because there's a porch um attached to my office. So if I open those doors all the way, sometimes it creates a really like... um big light splashes depending on the time of year and what time of the day I'm shooting in. And I love that because the light is always moving and it makes it really creative. But I didn't realize that until like, I think the first time I shot something in here in the morning, like was in like 2019 and we moved here in 2015. So we're talking like four or five years between the time that we moved here and the time that I shot something in my office. I never shot any kind of studio until like 2018. And I only did it because we were doing the product photos for Opal in June. And then when we started doing that, we actually did it at my friend's house instead of my house because I didn't think that my house was the best vibe for it. And um, now I shoot at my house all the time. Like, you know, like I love it. Like it's so fun. It's so creative. It's such a great thing that you can do. And it's just like a great way to explore creativity in a way close to you and a way that doesn't um, have a budget. You don't have to run out your own house when you're already using it. And um, it's so fun because you can create those little vignettes. Just pay attention to how the light falls, walk around, just see what there is. And you can create incredible still lifes in your own house. You can create incredible um, family photos in your own house. Like I grow a cut flower garden and sometimes I shoot in that garden and it's the best. Like it's just the most incredible little beautiful space. Like it's so fun and I'm shooting it. It's not like, um, I would ever rent out that space to other photographers. You know what I mean? Like it's just my space. I'm just shooting it in my space. Like it's personal to me. Sometimes I've created like really epic, um, spots in my backyard, like incorporating like an indoor outdoor studio, like really freaking fun. And I can do that because it's my yard, because it's my space. And it's so fun. And 
I know y'all can do it too. I hope this was a helpful podcast episode. I know it was a little bit different. I haven't really seen this talked about a lot because so often we talk about like lifestyle photographs and we talk about studio photographs. But I think the best part about studio, especially if you're shooting in your own environment, is that you can create whatever you want and really create these really cool and fun environments, even if it's just because of the way, like because you've looked and paid attention to your living room window and see that when it comes in a certain way, um, that it splashes a certain way. Or when you see that if you put a disco ball in a certain time of way, certain spots in your living room at a certain time of day that it will make a ton of light that you can use and then harness for a specific photograph of a bouquet of flowers. Like you can make it so interesting and so fun when, you know, it seems like, oh, it's just my house. Like I live here. But you have to, when you think about the photos, just think of it as a location and not your home because literally nowhere is perfect that place you love to shoot in all the time that you think is just so classy and beautiful and like has an awesome aesthetic, that's going to have something in it that is not perfect. So just keep that in mind, guys. There's so much you can do, so much we can do with studio work and lifestyle work and melding those two together and just using our own space and creating a really strong, um, creative voice through working in our own space and just having fun with it. So again, if you see your kids playing it and you're like, I want to photograph this, photograph it. Don't worry about the pile of laundry behind them or about the stuff on the kitchen counter. Literally no one cares. And if anything, it just will add to the overall environment and that you were willing to take a moment and like enjoy your kids and your family and just have fun and document that moment. Go have fun, go take some photos and I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye guys. (laughs) 